You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. Good morning, Real Presence Radio listeners. Thank you for staying with us. I'm Amanda Ellerkamp, joined by my co-host Kelly Schneider. We're coming to you live from Dickinson, North Dakota at Trinity High School this morning in Southwest North Dakota. And we are super excited to have uh, two guests this segment in studio. Guests, our brand new focused missionary team uh, who are serving the students at Dickinson State University uh, here in Dickinson. So we've got Austin and Elizabeth with us this morning. So let's just start by having each of you introduce yourself uh, for our listeners. Sure, I'll go first. Uh, yes, my name is Austin Comito. I'm a fourth year missionary. Um, and this is my second year as a team director as well. Um, there are four of us missionaries, so Elizabeth and I are the representatives today. Um, okay. But I'm married. I married a, another missionary actually a year ago, and we just had our daughter, who's a month old. And um, yeah, excited to be here. Yeah, I'm Elizabeth Benzler. Um I'm obviously part of Austin's amazing team, and I am a first-year missionary. I grew up in Mankato, Minnesota from the area, and I also went to school at South Dakota Mines down in Rapid City, South oh, Dakota. Sure. Um, but I am obviously new to the team, and I am very thankful to be here. I'm someone who, as a college student, I stopped practicing the faith myself, oh. um, and it was thanks to Focus Missionaries that I actually came back to practicing um, the beautiful Catholic faith. So excited to just be on the Dickinson State campus and encountering students, hopefully able to do what the Focus Missionaries did for me um, a couple of years ago. So. Awesome. Awesome, yeah. Uh, we're just really excited to have this uh, this missionary team now yes. here at, yes. at Dickinson State University. So this is this is the first year that there's been focused missionaries in Dickinson. So it's, uh, it's a new endeavor, mm-hmm. so to speak. Mm-hmm. So um, can you just, maybe for our listeners who aren't aware of focus, first of all, uh, just, just a little snippet of what is that? What is focus? Right, I'll take that. Um, FOCUS stands for Fellowship of Catholic University Students. So it is uh, really a college ministry. We're on college campuses all around the U.S. um, and now some globally in Europe and one in Mm -hmm. Mexico. Um, So we're expanding. It's a 25-year-old ministry. um, But I'll even maybe correct myself a little bit. It's not actually primarily a college ministry. um, much there's some confusion about that it's actually about reaching the world for christ the whole vision is to reach this generation of catholics and this generation not just catholics um in this generation so we're really trying to reach the world for christ and we think the college campus is the most strategic place to do that Mm. by um, reaching college students we hope to send them into the world to really reach the world for christ so that's the, the real basic overview um so college campuses become the tool, so to speak, for right. that encounter, mm-hmm. yeah. where you encounter individuals to equip mm-hmm. them to be able to evangelize the world. Exactly. Absolutely. Exactly. And those, of course, those specific students matter. They're yes. eternal souls in themselves, but sure. um, we hope to impact their friends, their family, their future. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's just yeah. like a vital place to do it because like myself and so many others, I mean, 
the statistics are just jaw-dropping. It's over 80% of young Catholics leave the faith by the time they're 30. Mm -hmm. And, you know, what better place to, you know, work with the generation that's missing in the pews a lot of times. Yeah. Um, and go right there and just love them where they're at and kind of, you know, be that light, um, give them hope because there's a lot of darkness on college campuses, unfortunately. And, well, we've got something that gives great hope, great freedom, um, great joy. So so speak to that a little bit, Elizabeth and Austin. Um, you're on a campus. You're launched there. Now what? <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> practically speaking, yeah. when we talk about evangelization, mm -hmm. and, and you're on, you know, on many non non-church affiliated universities right? right like dickinson state is a is a public university mm -hmm. talk about that a little bit with us you know when you're there what does that evangelization look like what form does it take right that's a good question um there's in some ways it's a simple model but in practice there's a lot of um you have to get creative mm -hmm. you have to um really each student is different whether they're an athlete they're in greek life um they're in theater or whatever it is. So um, the, the basic model, as we said, of focus in general is win, build, send. So whatever you do to win students and then once to Christ and then once they um, are kind of bought in, so to speak, then you build them up, teach them the basics of the faith, how to pray, sacramental life, and then, like I said, send them into the world. Um, but on campus, for that first part, right, win... Um, we do outreach events or just meeting people on campus randomly um, mm. uh, in different ways. So we might, like I said, host an event, a pizza party or a s'mores night. Well, that was one thing we did on campus mm -hmm. this year in Dickinson. We had a s'mores right. night and, you know, 40 or 50 students would just kind of stop by. It's a public mm -hmm. spot on campus. Um, and then from there, just kind of strike up a conversation, mm. invite them to Bible study, maybe if they're interested and um, maybe get their number. So it could be as simple as um, inviting a student to coffee um, to meet with you one-on-one -on -one or inviting them to another event. Or mm -hmm. One of the biggest things we do is invite, invite, invite. Cause, and it works because students mm -hmm. are oftentimes lonely, or especially the freshmen don't know anyone, and so they want that personal connection. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. They're looking for that place to belong. And I mean, I know I was one of those students of, you know, it's hard sometimes you kind of get lost in the crowd. Yeah. Um, and I mean, we just have so much fun on campus, obviously. Like we love what we do. We say we have the best job in the world because we do. Yeah. Um, but genuinely, like we go on campus and it isn't just to be like, hey, do you know about our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ? Like I think a lot of people think of when they hear the term missionary, uh, sure, but sure. genuinely just like meeting these students, loving them where they're at, but just forming authentic friendship. And that's just a pillar and cornerstone of focus, which is something that I really value because we genuinely want to get to know the individual and see them and make them feel, you know, seen, known, and loved. Um, and yeah, we're really lucky to be able to do that through Bible studies, discipleship, um, and really actually become the student's friends, um, not just, you know, the person that's there to lead Bible study, but actually, you know, go to their sports events, make them signs, cheer them on, um, but also, you know, walk with them and, you know, where are you at in your prayer life? You know, what does it look like to have a relationship with God? Maybe you don't and you just have big questions you want answered. I know sure. I was one of those people. Um, and I think that's like really important for college students just to be able to have that resource and someone they can talk to because, oh, no. yeah, they definitely are, you know, looking for something. And, well, we have the great capital T truth in Absolutely. the Catholic Church, so what right. better place to start? So, mm -hmm. oh, yeah, I love yes. what you were saying there, Elizabeth, about having those authentic friendships, mm -hmm. you know, of encounter. So that moment of encounter 
with you, right, opens that door to that encounter with Christ because they're really seeking for and searching for, like you said, really authentic relationship. Mm-hmm. They want to be seen. They want to be heard and known. Um, and they might not even understand what that deepest desire of their heart is mm-hmm. that they're, exactly. they're searching for, but you can help to guide them in right. that. You know, it's a really beautiful mm-hmm. model. Exactly. And, and then it happens, right? You hit on it. Um, the encounter happens in ordinary ways. Mm-hmm. How you said, you know, just bumping into someone on campus or you're waiting in line at the coffee stand in the union and, hey, who are you? You know, just an ordinary encounter. And that that's how, that's ultimately, right, how evangelization works. Right. So. And as Elizabeth said, you know, from that initial encounter, you know, it takes a little boldness on our part, which is part of being a missionary, sure. but maybe it might be like, hey, are you, are you in a sports team? Oh, great. And then show up to their game, the next game, and then they see you there. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, hey, this missionary took an interest in me, oh, like yeah. a real interest mm-hmm. in me. And from there, there's trust built and you can invite them to a Bible study maybe or mm-hmm. invite them to get you know to get to know you better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we try to not make, you know, our relationships transactional. I think a lot yeah. of people in the young generation, that's a lot of their friendships, unfortunately. Sure. And we really just try to be intentional with them and, you know, be present with them mm-hmm. and actually show them, like, we really do care. Mm-hmm. Like, we aren't just trying to, you know, turn everyone Catholic. Like, I don't think that's the goal. Right. Or, you know, that'd be great, obviously, at the end of the day. But sure. I think the goal is to genuinely just, you know, show them Christ's love and to try to be that example for them or help them experience it in a new way help them encounter it so mm-hmm. yeah. um i'm interested to know too uh a little bit your first i mean you're you're bar- you're what about two months in august you came yeah yeah you're about two two yeah middle three, of, two and a half maybe two and a half months in so you know first uh first impressions i guess what what has it been like to be you know dickinson state university isn't a large campus right it's a small campus mm-hmm. so for you elizabeth that's your first one for you austin it's not you've been at bigger campuses mm-hmm. speak to that a little bit yeah great question um well first just a little bit of a background question um we felt our background comment we've felt really welcomed here in dickinson and at large by the catholic sure. community mm-hmm. I, there's been several instances where I'm at daily mass and afterwards someone I don't know is like, oh, are you the new focus missionary in town? I'm like, amazing. yeah. And We're a friendly group of people. Right here. <laughs> we love it. We love it. So right with, with the, everyone from the priests in town to the community, we felt very welcomed. Um, and on the campus, we've there's not much existing ministry there. There's a couple maybe Protestant ministries, but um, students have been very receptive to us, by and large, whether it is that first just kind of outreach on campus, meeting random people, or just coming to Bible study and stuff, we found at least the beginnings of a real um, interest on campus. That's beautiful. And yes, even just being here for a couple months, I mean, it's already grown substantially. We already have six Bible studies um, when we had none at the start of the year. Um, We've started discipleship for a couple of our students. We have a book club every week. We have a speaker series every month. Um, And we just add more things to the calendar. And they've been at this for two and a half months and look at all this happening. (laughs) Wow. Yeah, which is unique too because a lot of campuses in their first year really struggle um, mm-hmm. with getting any kind of traction. So, Yeah, and I think that really speaks to the desire of, of, the, mm. of the students. You know, that's what I'm hearing is you're offering it, like, here it is, and they're, like, eating it up. 
mm-hmm. you know, uh, as there, those opportunities are made available. So that's, that's really awesome. Uh, well, we are set to take a quick break here. Um, but after the break, we'll continue to talk about uh, this product, this of focus and how they're bringing Christ to college-age students here at Dickinson State University and the plans moving forward. Don't go away. We'll be right back. This is Real Presence Live, where the focus is not on the evil around us, but on conversion and mercy through the good news that is always good. We're local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Does someone who takes their own life automatically go to hell? I'm Father Chris Alar. In 1993, my grandmother took her life, and for years I carried this burden because she committed a grave sin and had no time to repent. But the Church states that certain mental conditions may reduce the responsibility of one who takes their own life. You are only eternally lost if you die in an unrepentant state of mortal sin. And for a sin to be mortal, three conditions must be present. And one of those conditions is complete free will. I don't believe many people freely want to take their life, so there is hope for their salvation. To learn more, please visit suicideandhope.com so I can personally pray for anyone you've lost. And to get our book, After Suicide, There's Hope for Them and You, which helps with any kind of suffering or loss, not just suicide. I promise it will help. God's blessings to all of you. My name is Father Chad Wilhelm, and I'm a priest of the Diocese of Fargo. And this year I celebrate 25 years of being a priest. And the joy, the great things that I love about the priesthood is the deep relationship that Jesus and I have as speaking heart to heart. He knows the depths of my heart, and He speaks to all of us in the depths of our heart. That's what I enjoy about being a priest, that I get to speak about Jesus, not just on Sundays, but every day of my life, and that I've given my life to Jesus and the Church. What a wonderful grace and a gift that has been for me for 25 years, and to serve the good people of the Diocese of Fargo, but just to serve the Church as a whole. May God continue to bless all of you as you listen to Real Presence Radio. This is Real Presence Live on the RPR Network, bringing you stories of faith and hope through local hosts and guests from across the Upper Midwest. Now, back to the show. Welcome back, Real Presence Radio listening family. Uh, We're Real Presence Live Tuesday, October 24th. 2023. We're in Dickinson, North Dakota. We're in the Fisher Commons at Trinity uh, Junior High and High School. And we've been blessed with the presence of Elizabeth and Austin, focused missionaries uh, on the campus of Dickinson State University here in Southwest North Dakota. We want to get back to it. We were talking over break a a little bit about um, just how tremendously responsive um, students have been at Dickinson State University, the welcoming uh, presence of, of people within the community at large. Uh, but we want to know, too, about the team, the team that's come here to serve and to be missionaries on, on the campus, and, and what you're seeing, Austin, in particular, you, you're the team leader. Uh, what types of things this, this team is bringing to these students? Yeah, thank you, Kelly. Um, I think we have a real kind of unique combo, of course. Mm-hmm. 
I'm a fourth year missionary, as I said. Um, my wife, you could consider kind of a bonus. She, she is a bonus. I would say that too. <laughs> right. She, uh, I've agreed. met your agreed. wife. Yeah, she's a great, um, real, I mean, companion to me. And she knows students now too and is a great um, gift. Um, and she finished her fourth year, so she's got a lot of experience with that. Um, but then the other three are Katie, Elizabeth, of course, and Jake, who are all first-year missionaries. So okay. um, with most missionaries in their first year, there's a lot of zeal. There's a lot of um, excitement, which I think is good for this campus, specifically as a new campus. So it's the first year for um, the missionaries, and it's first year for the students as well. Um, but with that, too, they bring a wealth of um, experience just in their own lives. Like Elizabeth said, she had a personal encounter with missionary in college, and Katie came from Benedictine College um, in Kansas, and she majored in evangelization or uh, theology and evangelization, and um, so she's got a lot of that knowledge. And then Jake, um, like Elizabeth, also went to uh, South Dakota School of Mines last year, so they already knew each other, had that friendship. Um, and experience in focus. So, um, yeah. So from there, I think our team dynamic also has been good. Um, not without some conflict, but healthy conflict is good. Oh yeah. Um, but just our team dynamic has been, um, just, I think positive and especially for the students to see like at our speaker nights and our book study specifically, we're all there. We all come. And so, you know, we've gotten comfortable with each other joking around and stuff, and I think that's attractive to students. Mm-hmm. Um, and with that, too, Elizabeth is very, like, big into the outreach scene and, like, good at starting a conversation, that personal encounter, um, and sort of in the win phase. And Katie's a little bit more, has that personal, like, gentle touch, um, which is also really helpful. And Jake is a little bit of a mixture. He's good with really, you know, the more fringy students but also the athletes too and he's got Mm -hmm. um a good head for um seeing a variety of students and and for me as the team director i think um you know i come especially in my second year as a team director i come from um a background of you know some different experience and experiences in ministry that Mm -hmm. translate well to here um and so I definitely have my hands full with first-year missionaries, <laughs> but um, they're a great joy, and I really uh, love them a lot. So, Yeah, we're really blessed, honestly. It's so much fun. We obviously all have very different, diverse backgrounds, and I think students really, like, are attracted to that, knowing that, you know, maybe if they just, like, kind of connect with one of us, like, mm-hmm. they can actually see that not only are we all really good friends because, you know, we all work together, but genuinely knowing that, like, you know what? Jake, you know, he's always looking for a running buddy. I can't say I'm the most stellar runner in the world, um, nor that I really want to run. Uh, but Jake is all gun ho for it. He's always looking for a pickleball partner. Um, Austin, you know, you get him near a drum set, he is going to, like, blow you away. Katie, on the other hand, you need a reading suggestion, she's got you. Um, you know, I was in Greek life in college. Like, I love just connecting with people, meeting them, um, loving them where they're at, especially people who maybe have, you know, grown up Catholic and have fallen away. Um, and so we're just a fun team. We love each other so much. I mean, I'm so blessed to be put on this team. But, yeah, being on a new campus, it's incredible to just be able to, you know, be a fresh face to these students um, who maybe haven't had exposure. And I know the term missionary sometimes is scary for those students because they don't have that on our campus sure. until now. So, 
Can you guys speak a little bit also to, uh, and when and when you talk about the mixture going on of people in a first year, you're not just thrown onto a campus like, oh, we'll pick you up, Focus, Inter- Focus International picks you up and throws you onto DSU, right? there. There's like a training period, we're mm-hmm. assuming. Can you talk, talk through that a little bit for our listeners? What what does it take? What, what, what do they, how are you taught to be a missionary? Because mm-hmm. that doesn't come naturally to no, many of us. Right. Um, the, the first thing I'll say is training is a little bit ongoing. Um, you're not just, absolutely. you know, there is our summer training, um, of course, which is about, um, well, it's in three phases, you might say. I'm not going into all the details, but the first phase is like an in-person. All the missionaries are on one campus hearing talks, you know, spending time in small groups and getting to know each other in friendship, the missionaries themselves. And so there's a training period over the summer. This past year it was at Lincoln um, in University of Nebraska, Lincoln, but it's been at UMary the past few years before that. Um, so there's that part. And then there's um, our fundraising period um, over the summer for another five or six weeks. And that in and of itself is kind of a training experience because for you're sure. meeting with people face to face. You're telling them all about focus. And then, of course, you're asking for them to join you on mission um, as a financial partner and prayer partner. And so that experience is kind of like takes some boldness and yeah. some courage which trains you for meeting students on campus too oh, um yeah. and you get then, used to rejection a lot I think. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which is skill. great know, skill is uh makes you, toughens your skin a little bit so mm-hmm. um but then we also get to campus a few weeks early to spend time together as a team and to talk about like practicals for you know this specific campus and kind of strategy for that wow. um but then you know, first years make a two-year commitment with focus. Okay. And so you're considered fully trained after your second summer. Okay. Um, so your first year is kind of also a training year, as they say. We have ongoing formation throughout the year that focus provides for us to go through. And Yeah, it's so important, I think, for our team because you know, we always say if we're not, you know, having a good prayer life or if we're not close with a team, um, that's really going to affect the students that we work with. Mm -hmm. And so we make it a priority to continually better ourselves, continually grow closer to Christ um, because, you know, we want to live by example. um, But we also just want to show them like, no, like we want to invest in ourselves and in our, you know, personal formation just as much as we're investing in you guys. Um, Mm -hmm. And I think that's one thing that's really spoke to like speaks to focus on the amazingness of the organization because they really do care about each and every one of our missionaries. I mean, we have Mm -hmm. 850 and counting um, going internationally now too in the past few years digitally. Um, It's insane that they're able to, you know, offer all of this training and all this formations Mm -hmm. content um, and really invest in us as people who are investing in others. So I think that's incredible. Yeah. Um, And the only last note I'll say with that is, of course, we have all this training and stuff, but um, really our prayer and our personal relationship with Jesus is the most really informative thing. Mm -hmm. We really, um, with that authentic friendship, we start first with our divine intimacy, as they say, um, our relationship with Jesus. And we have a daily holy hour that's expected of us, um, which is really where Christ works on our hearts to be able to like enliven us to, to meet the students and be that face of joy and hope to them, Mm -hmm. um, which kind of fuels our authentic friendship and, um, makes us that witness. Yeah. You know, so yeah, that's a really beautiful, beautiful, you know, model. And as you were talking there at the end, Austin, of, 
you know, I'm sure you would agree. It's okay. There's this training and there's these gifts we bring, but it, it's God who's working, right? The mm-hmm. Holy Spirit 100%. is working. You yeah. know, as we talk about, we went from no Bible studies to six Bible studies. Yeah, I can't say brand that, that new was missionary. <laughs> yeah, you know, that was doing us. primarily. You know, <laughs> you yeah. know of of but creating those relationships, and first and foremost, it's your relationship, you know, with Christ mm-hmm. that allows him to work through you you mm-hmm. know to creating these things and really that's then that model that you're showing to the students which is as we know the the best teacher mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. Uh, of displaying okay here here's how this works so with that in mind and knowing it's it's the holy spirit who who leads and does the heavy lifting so mm-hmm. to speak at this point, you're two months in. What are kind of your your hopes, your dreams, your vision? Um, you know, for the rest of this semester, perhaps or school year. Where do you see the focus uh, mission going on at the campus of DSU right now? I mean, I think the long term goal is obviously reach the entire campus. I mean, that's the whole goal, right? Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, I don't think we're going to do that in a semester. I mean, that'd be great, and you know, God willing, that'd be incredible. <laughs> but I think slowly but surely, um, just meeting more students, really making you know those personal connections, making those invites, continually encountering students, um, and just you know growing with them, walking with them, loving through you know loving them through it, and just you know being that witness to hope. Yeah, that being said, I think it's okay to start small, and it's good to, um, you know, instead of expanding too quickly and just meeting all meeting all students, um, of course, we want to reach everyone, um, but really holding on to the friendships we have and that authentic um, friendship and kind of keeping the basics of, like, our Bible studies and that kind of thing solid, laying the foundwork, laying the foundation for the next five years on this campus, not just this year. Yeah, that's that's really beautiful. Well, we're so pleased that you could join us this morning to talk with us about this. And uh, we can't wait to see where this goes. And hopefully we can touch base again a future time and see what has changed. That'd be awesome. Yes. Thank, Thank you, you so, so much. much. You're welcome. See you.